0: Yeah.
1: uh uh-huh. Hello, video on demand.
2: Yes. <laughs> I am seeing it. Oh that's what VOD. That's
0: what stands for. Yes. Yeah. Video on demand. Never yeah. Huh. Uh huh. I never huh. thought about it.
2: I suppose we got that people.
3: true. Yeah, people. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm gonna do the little tweet telling people that this is happening now that my Twitter good, has loaded, good. I say my as though it's not the um really much difficulty so many tabs.
2: Where are they coming I am from? the Senate. Ugh. All the tabs. I
3: have, so How's it tabs? Going, folks? I have so many tabs. You don't
1: tweet from your phone? Come on.
3: I need <laughs> the link to the stream, Austin. <laughs> I'm not gonna copy paste Tec- across text devices. Text
1: it to yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Take a screenshot. Use like
1: some
4: like use like some Google AI program out. to yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just get more monitors. Just get a million monitors.
2: Yeah, two screens are better than one. Yes.
4: I'm not uh, taking
2: oh advice God, from the I, other cast members anymore.
4: Two. I, That's I was, all I, was, I have.
2: You don't have an invert yet. <laughs> you <gonna be laughs> can't. We can't keep doing this. We can't to be invert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Do not. Have you you it talking... like pages of a book?
0: It's either that or two <laughs> horizontal monitors stacked vertically, so yeah. that one. Yeah. One can be like your work, and then the other can just be a constant stream of Subway Surfer. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the TikTok that's like, they're playing d d It's like the player, uh, the fighter isn't paying attention to the turn, and the DM puts a screen with Subway Surfer down on, in front yeah. of the DM screen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are tweeted. So, uh, hello everybody, and welcome to the Season 3 Wrap-Up Q&A. We are going to be hanging out for like an hour and answering questions that you guys have emailed to us and right in chat. Please don't spam potatoes, guys. <laughs> Wrong. Yes, yes. Wrong content. I assume this is a red livestream thing. thing. I didn't it's even say anything this time. Thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are no potatoes. N-
1: there are no potatoes in the planescape. You heard it here first, yes, yes, as far as um, we know.
0: Uh, and molasses. but we
3: just finished uh, wrapping up like what two weeks ago season three, mm-hmm. the finale. Yeah, um, there will likely be weeks. spoilers Jeez. for what <laughs> has happened up till now. So if you haven't listened to the finale, pause this. This will be available as a uh, VOD and as an audio um upload after the fact so if you aren't caught up and you want to catch up it's totally fine you're not gonna miss anything um in the meantime though we've got a bunch of questions to get through so why don't we just uh jump on in well, who? this one comes yeah. from our email um from davis hello very new fan here just got caught up on the show and i love every bit of it my question is for austin how much of the Planescape is homebrew, and how much comes from official sources? I would love to run a Planescape game, but I can't find anything on the other planes.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's a good question. I think it's been asked a few times in a few different ways. Uh, the answer is it's complicated. But the more useful answer is uh, I all the broad strokes stuff, I try to take, quote, canon. The problem is that there's also a bunch of canons, because... Throughout the editions, they've rebooted and updated things, uh, often to fit the new rules that are coming out. Mm -hmm. So I go by, oh my goodness, I guess it's like mostly second edition stuff, which has kind of come back into being canon in fifth edition, which is the Great Wheel Cosmology. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can find some basic information about that in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Uh, Also wikipedia (laughs) is your friend there's extensive articles the ads are brutal the ads are brutal but Mm -hmm. you can find just a ton of it on there um that's where i get most of it but yeah i try to keep things as canon as i can in the broad strokes and when i can find fun little details uh, i'll often incorporate them because they spark my imagination right i'll be thinking about like oh like what are they going to do here what's an encounter they could have and i'll run up across like uh cadaver collectors are native of Acheron, and I'm like, perfect, we're throwing a cadaver collector in there. <laughs> uh, hell yes, everything else will or you know the you know uh, the way you know rules like that. Uh, but then I'll, I'm not afraid to just add things that I find interesting or take out things that I find either dumb or confusing. A lot of a lot of what I do is just streamlining things <laughs> because uh, it's again, it's freaking confusing. And uh, so I'll I'll streamline things or I'll just take better ideas. Like, I think that technically in the Planescape canon, souls go to another demiplane when they like when you die, the petitioners go to another demiplane or something and then they're collected there. But I was like, that's not super dramatic because we can't visit that place. And it's (laughs) not. so they go to the Astral Sea because it's the world between worlds. It's the place that they go before they are picked up by their god. So that's, that's I made that canon. Um, and then when the players come to me with stuff and they want to do something, like, I think it was Wally's idea to have... Uh, I, I said "There's no, we're not going to do the factions in Sigil, and I think Wally pitched the idea that it was... that the uh, Searing Tongue was based off of the Society of Sensation. Yeah. Which, that wasn't canon, but, you know, it came from the players, and I like uh, Kalistar and Warforge are not uh, canon races, but both uh, Red and Noir are really interested in playing characters like that, so we found a way to make it canon. So... That's how I do it. I'd recommend checking out Google if you want it for free. Mm-hmm. If you want to pay money on the DMs Guild, all the old books exist. There's also a great series of articles on the DMs Guild called "What Are They Called?" I use them all the time. Codex of the Infinite Planes. There's a there's a PDF of like twelve pages for every single plane of existence, and it's got background, it's got consolidated lore, it's got monster stat blocks, it's got adventure hooks. Go crazy with those.
2: Hmm. I did want to comment really quickly on the Uh uh, canon of the Planescape, because when I was illustrating the Planescape posters, I had to look up some stuff about them, and it's Mm -hmm. so funny how uh, lack of internal consistency there is in a lot of cases. Like... We uh we, we made a, a Planescape map of, like, the whole Planescape, and there's nowhere in it that Sigil makes sense to put
1: it. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's, in that's kind of the whole point Or people are like, it's the middle, and then other people are like, well, the Material Plane is the middle.
2: It's like I get so, look. I get it's like at least four dimensions, probably five. But at the same time, like come mm-hmm. on, man, give me something, <laughs> uh, or I'll look it up and it'll be like it's like a gray waste. But maybe there's other stuff happening somewhere. And I'm just like, but what? What does it look like? It's like I don't. I'll never tell. <laughs> so, and then it'll be like in the Great Wheel cosmology, this is how things worked when they adapted the World Tree cosmology in nine thirty seven QF. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> so, anyway. Yep. Yeah. You
0: could uh also wait until later on in two thousand twenty-three when I think yeah. D D's official Planescape book mm-hmm. for Five E is gonna come out. Oh. Yes, indeed. Uh is totally gonna be great. <laughs> we'll
1: <see>. a, <laughs> not at all we'll we'll underwhelming. Yeah. Both Dragonlance yeah. and uh Spelljammer were underwhelming. Uh when has but Legends got... of the
2: Coast ever steered us wrong.
1: <laughs> but they did get Tony to tear Lizzie back as the artist. Yeah. For that that that, that hey, almost might just yes. ensure my money will Mm-hmm. We'll see. He's one of my favorite. I have I have a dragon print of his somewhere in here. Hmm.
3: Cool. That we'll take so another good. question from chat. Uh, Joram Wileshit asking about the music and wanting to use it in their own campaign. Uh, absolutely, you can use any music from the podcast in your home games. Uh, it should all be on SoundCloud and linked to the episode descriptions. But uh, my younger brother is the person who has composed all of this. And I know that he does not necessarily always update the SoundCloud immediately. So I will text him. <laughs> it is not there um but it it shouldn't be paywalled or anything it should just all be available there um another question from chat though just to scroll back up a bit uh from music enthusiast 135 considering there's a wedding coming up which one of the weird little (laughs) dudes should be the ring bearer for maximum chaos and shenaniganery so of all of the many weird little dudes who's Wally, I think you're really the authority on this one in that it is (laughs) ostensibly your wedding,
4: but Hey, the wedding is uh we haven't even started recording for next season and (laughs) uh, thinking (laughs) about a wedding is making me is stressing me out. Uh, But, like, when we get there, it'll most likely be
2: Plug. Yeah, Um, I mean, this question has a right answer, and it's Plug. (laughs) I think in my mind, though, Plug does, like, eat the rings is the problem. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If the question was for maximum chaos, not Mm -hmm. who would be be an actually good ring bearer. Yeah, true. Right,
4: right. Like, like Bing is a very
2: professional (laughs) incorporeal orb. (laughs) He has a job. Yeah. He, he does he the also,
3: job. Bing notably cannot hold an object, so it would present submission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also,
0: that would basically be Virla being the ring bearer.
2: Can Bing cast Mage Hand?
0: Virla um, can yeah. cast. Virla <laughs> can't cast Mage Hand. I don't oh. think he has Mage Hand. Well, well he's got I the head of he Wizardry. He does actually. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if Virla Virla's weird little dude would probably be the wasp that Maxim.
2: Ooh. Him, which, Ooh. So, like yeah. four of them working together to hold the ring yeah
0: <laughs> i i would have well I, I guess
3: i would have assumed it would be the pixies is the thing because they're fin bars. no
0: coriander
3: the oh pixies yeah, are the best men or at yeah, least some the, of the them giant wolf
2: yeah 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 it's coriander
4: corey uh, hey having a dog ring bearer <laughs> can oh. go either way you know coriander
2: it's, in uh, the bow tie yeah. yeah coriander's a borzoi right <laughs> yes like correct. one of the long boys yeah, yeah.
0: The, the didn't i do it for you Doc. yes <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> i
4: know it's an
3: old That's, meme like but i can't i love it time that that has come up in conversation in the last like week for me i have no uh, idea what this
2: probably. is a reference to. is this do a tiktok, TikTok thing it
3: is yes i'm gonna to to make That's a right. second rolling with difficulty tiktok <laughs>
0: coriander <laughs> fan art yeah. yeah.
3: didn't i do it Where for you, you. <laughs> uh-huh. oh no it's happening already
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll uh. take a,
3: another question from the email then this one uh, comes from Lenorian uh, hi all absolutely love the season f- series finale uh, not the series finale just the season finale but that's okay uh, <laughs> such a wild ride from start to end I was floored by Wally's new character so I have to ask what was the discussion like when deciding on that introduction obviously Wally knew this was coming but I'm curious what the discussion was like between deciding Finbar might be leaving the crew and knowing that the new character would be met in this dungeon. Uh, And after that excellent, shocking moment, has it prompted any of the other players to start thinking more about their backup characters? Thanks again for a great series. (laughs) Looking forward to more adventures. Um, So, Wally, what was it
4: like? Yeah, yeah,
3: guys. Yeah, Wally. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
4: this is kind of a two-parter. One, uh, retiring Finbar was a thing that... um, Narratively, was a thing um, that was going to happen. Uh, I had planned him out to level 20, but with the way the dice rolls and uh, after his arc and everything happening in um, season three, I realized the character is getting a little too old for this shit. Um, he's <laughs> relatively old, uh, for an adventurer, he's still a young dude. He's like he's like 32, 30, mid-30s. Don't say that, man. They're you know? high schoolers. Here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in terms no, of no, being no, an Roy adventurer, you know, that's that's definitely like on the the uh, other side of the hump. Um, and a, a lot of elements are calling him to just settle down and go home. Um, so retiring the character was felt like uh, a natural thing uh, for me to eventually settle on. Um, with that being said, though, with Finn gone, who do I introduce next, was uh, a question that I found myself asking. And uh, it was time for me, and I decided, hey, I'm going to play a character that is uh, more suited to sort of uh, the more chaotic uh, nature of the crew and sort of lean into those uh, fun shenanigans. Um, how that's going to shake up the group dynamic will, will be interesting to see. Um, and then in terms of pitching this to Austin, uh, we've talked back and forth about, like, where Finbar is going. Um, and I said, yeah, no, sometime in season four, I think this is it. I think he's gonna get married, I think he's gonna settle down. Um, I'm gonna send you car- uh, notes for this next character. Um, and then, uh, with the way season three ended, uh, was going to end, I like, oh, we're going to a Gith uh, city, why not you know, introduce um a Gith prisoner, you know, someone who's on the other side of uh sort of the way you raise uh the Gith Yankee. Uh and uh he's like, yeah, no, that's perfect. So I send him notes and he's like, Yeah, he's going to be in this prison. Um introduce him and I'll and I'll just point it to you the second uh you know the party gets there. And I'm just like, hey, as long as, you know, Fimbar and, and or anybody is alive, then it'd be uh perfect time to just give them a little a couple of buffs going into whatever the final battle will be uh Voss ended up uh hanging around a lot longer than i thought he would uh but uh <laughs> hey uh, it's a nice Me little too. preview uh for um when he comes back in season four
1: that's so fun that's yeah well when when you first off uh it was there's a classic wally thing where you sent me you're like by the way i've rolled his i rolled the character and here's his four pages of backstory uh, already prepped <laughs> it was, was like oh. two I was like, pages <laughs> i was like all right, all right.
5: no all right no, i
1: know exactly where to put him um, yeah but then i kind i kind of assumed that uh when we met him i knew as soon as you said this i was like it's going to be such a dramatic moment for the uh, for the players and for the listeners when i'm like wally describe your character but <laughs> Uh, I kind of assumed you'd just be like, and then Voss pieces out, and then that would we'd be like, what a weird stranger. And then you're like, he's gonna stick around. I was like, all right, I guess we got a fifth PC going on. How
4: here. was he? How was he supposed to get out? How. You know,
1: uh, <laughs> You wanted to
2: hand wave yeah. escape from the most inescapable prison in the Astral Sea?
1: Well, I, I think that would have been kind of cool then when he showed back up and you guys would have been like, how did you get out, and, you know? You know what? Yeah, I kind of a bad. like that. But Obviously, at the same time, it was him and the Nothic versus the world. world. Yeah. <laughs> in the yeah. versus the world. Oh, goodness. Good old Gnothic.
3: What a beautiful <laughs> dude uh yeah also like wally and austin were in the loop on this but the rest of the cast like we very much did not know that there was going to be a second wally character that episode. not at all no so <laughs> the reactions when wally starts
2: talking again uh was very yeah. genuine <laughs> and that was right on the heels of that really stressful fight so i was yeah. like oh man wally how the, hard the, were you trying very, to die before we the very do stressful
0: Ryan fight character. where finbar like went down and around because yeah. the, the commander
4: like like immediately, like, Critic. lasered in on him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 105 hit points
1: gone in a
2: round.
4: Yeah, it was insane.
2: I was like, are is... you throwing, and it's like, No, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> want you... to die in that round.
1: You guys face off one of the githyanki Yankee that there are like maybe dozens of,
2: and like, there's still Commander. in the bag. Are... <laughs> yeah, they're
1: still in the Aww. bag. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's one of the dumbest
2: ideas we have ever done that actually paid off. I on. can't believe it, it worked.
0: worked. It worked. No. We're, we no. got to do that from now on. No, <laughs> we no, we can't yeah, do that from because... now on. This
2: is the Green Lantern could just uh, have everything get thrown into the sun problem. Like, <laughs> we, we can't just do that every episode.
0: It's, <laughs> but it's so funny. <laughs> Just like, we have a collection of dead bodies in the bag of holding. No,
3: no! <laughs> oh, Clean it we out stuff in there. Seasons. it's fine. Danny knows how to do oh, spring God. cleaning.
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs> Danny just randomly shoveling dead bodies out of the <laughs> bag of holding. Like, yeah. oh, okay, this is natural, yeah. yeah this is, this just happens. over the
2: edge of the Sea of brass.
1: I know that Danny would yeah, be for it you know they start abusing it.
0: We know, I know that Danny's going to be for it because basically we've given her a goop farm.
3: I've played a lot of D&D games in the past where having <laughs> a penchant for being a little bit of a hoarder has really worked out for me. So Danny very much <laughs> lends herself to be the kind of character who might have like salt water from the plate of salt in her bag. And maybe that's going to pay <laughs> off at some point. I don't know. <laughs> You all joke, oh, but man. everything else I've collected so far has eventually paid off in some regard. That so is I... demonstrably that's... untrue.
1: <laughs> mm. So we're just saying things now, right? <laughs> yep.
3: I mean, the dragon scale, that was kind of in the goop vein, and that is loot from a monster, and that's now made no. the Spitfire stronger. Um, I'm sure there's other examples. Yeah, but that stuff actually
0: costs stuff.
3: Yeah. <laughs> It'll pay off. Don't worry about it. Um, oh, as for, like, right. uh, the rest of the cast in terms of backup characters, uh, when we first started, like, three seasons ago, I think I've always had um, Mandy, who we've now met as my backup character, if anything happened to Danny. Oh, Although now, no. I, you know, you know who knows what, what that's going to be like uh, going forward. I haven't really thought about what would happen if Danny had to happen to, I don't know, go down <laughs> and come back again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was boy. this was glossed over, but Vir- Virila noticed that, and... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure
3: oh. it won't I don't have stop a backup at character. all next season,
2: season four.
0: I've, I've had an idea for a backup character, but I'll save that in case I gotta pull them out.
2: <laughs> I have actually also had an idea for a backup character because I played him in a one-shot that uh, Austin ran recently, and I had such a good time with this dumbass him. Oh, you know what? <laughs> <human
5: man. laughs> I... Uh, I...
0: I think that there's
2: potential al-
0: there. That guy's also my my character because I was in that same one shot. Yeah. My, my character is also in, in 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 the in the pocket for Your character who got
1: uh smote. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: the character who self destructed on purpose.
3: Yeah.
1: Nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. Twice.
0: We'll fill you in later.
3: Yeah. 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 Um. Yes, yeah. chat, Mandy, your beloved is indeed the backup. <laughs> (laughs) uh Uh, but we'll take we'll get through some more questions here um to this one comes from the email from stupogo to sophia and possibly austin as danny is now the only member of the current crew to not (laughs) multi-class what possible other classes that danny could multi-class into do you think she could be fun do you think could be fun slash work for her character hope she enjoys being tall um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't really think i ever thought of danny as a character that would multi-class uh, unless there was like a very compelling narrative reason for her to do so which is usually how i kind of lean to when i'm playing characters I-, I tend not to multi-class unless uh the story demands it but i do think like given the street urchin background um and general vibe that danny has of kind of being the sus one at times that like the one the class that makes sense to multi-class into would be rogue if it was going to happen yeah. Um, yeah yeah
1: rogue yeah, would be right. awesome because the spitfire counts for sneak attack and yes in yeah, no fucking would, way uh, yeah be. if i
3: was more of a power saying. gamer rogue as a multi-class would actually be a very smart move but i am not i'm very committed to uh <laughs> being extremely good at one thing and going down in a single round <laughs>
2: But that if would you... also make the only other sneaky character in the party the only other one who passively glows in the dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vir- Viril is less. Viril already wasn't very good. He had low dex, uh, so he wasn't already good at stealth. It's not like his his body inherently made him bad at stealth. But now, now that the option for like plate armor is on the table for Viril,
1: he's he's really not going to be stealthy at all. <laughs> That's funny, especially after we just did. You did a whole quest to get better armor that you could actually wear. <laughs> Gotta get. Always be improving. A-B-A-B-I. Hey. Yeah. Nice.
3: Nice.
1: Um, yeah, I think Rogue probably makes the most yeah. sense. I, mm-hmm. y-
3: you know, like, if, it, 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 if I've talked about this before, but originally when I rolled the character, I gave her the street urchin background, and then a, a, like a day later changed it to uh, guild merchant, because I was like, oh, well, she's going to be a heap worker. It makes more sense. But honestly, I've leaned more into the whole street urchin vibe so much more than I necessarily thought I was going to. Like, it, it, kind of <laughs> just a natural extension of that. Um <laughs> Danny season four is sus, yes. Uh hello, so <laughs> no. No?
2: hello. I'm sorry, my wife
3: died. Oh yeah. no. Well, Red's back. All's well.
2: Um <laughs> yeah. everyone goes silent and, left and I was like, This is a weirdly awkward pause. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> sorry about that. I realized. Uh yeah.
1: More questions. More
2: questions. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry,
3: yeah. I'm more questions. Deck. I'm I'm scrolling through the chat. <laughs> more <laughs> questions. More questions. Uh, did I see a question in the chat? Uh, just kind of clarifying the Revivify rules for our world because we do use homebrew. Oh. Um, oh.
1: Yeah. 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 They, so I did yeah. see that as well. It's uh, it's that each character can resurrect one other character once. So Finbar has resurrected Enoch. He can never resurrect Enoch again. He's never resurrected Danny. He can never resurrect Danny again. Each time, your soul goes in a piece of your soul, tiny piece, tiny, tiny, goes into that person, and thus it never works a second time. But there's no danger of running out of souls. Uh, that would be a cool NPC, maybe someone who is like, "Oh yeah, I've done this a couple uh, hundred times. Starting to get pretty thin on the soul here." But, uh, <laughs> Some
2: sort of like weird falling cleric or paladin or something. It's
1: vulgar. <laughs> yeah. basically, like butter
2: scraped over too much bread.
1: Yes, indeed, but. Uh yeah, so that's why Finbar was able to also resurrect Danny. Hold on.
2: Sorry, chat saying my audio is bad now? Uh,
3: mm. you sound fine you sound to fine. me.
2: Uh, well, the yeah. audio is routing through your computer, right? Yeah. So if I sound fine to you, I should sound fine on the stream.
0: I think what they're talking about is when you first uh when you first logged back on, uh, you you were a little oh. bit robotic, but Yeah, you're sounding fine now.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Sure. Never mind. Sorry about that. <clears throat> I okay. came back wrong. We're good. Hot.
0: That <laughs> cemetery vibes. Mm. I have um, a question. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, yes. Yeah, hey, Austin. What yeah. the fuck, man? What's Dexter's <clears throat> deal? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Hey, this this you guy was a,
1: more specific.
0: This guy was a scrub in 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 a, in a prison for three years. How is he at the point where he can like one shot stab Finbar with like. You know, an edgy dagger that he definitely named himself.
2: I suppose being able to uh, sneak attack a bunch of adventurers is not the same thing as being able to break out of a gith prison.
1: I suppose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's multiple parts to that. First off, uh, no, he did not name the dagger. The dagger was named when he uh, took it off the person he killed.
2: Likely story. Uh, the. Uh-huh. the... <laughs> Sure. His dagger. That, that's Definitely what he would say. You right? all
1: joke about him being edgy. Joke all you want, while he's slitting each one of your throats. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's
3: our,
1: it's our only, it's oh, our please only bring him back. Humor I would love
3: defense kill him more. mechanism. Austin.
1: yeah. <laughs> laugh it up, laugh it up. uh Why is he still at that level? um That's a good question. Who knows what he was doing? Quotes down there the entire time. Why yeah. did? Maybe he was able to escape. Maybe he wasn't able to. How is he keeping his skills sharp? Is the difference between stabbing someone and escaping from a Gith prison. Did he have reasons for being there? I guess. Uh, well, we'll find out if you guys go after him. I guess. Yeah. yeah.
4: Uh-huh.
1: This man had a thirty plus stealth. Um, and <laughs> I rolled. Did... Oh my god. I I can't believe you said thirty two, and I double checked my math because I think I'd rolled a seventeen, and I redid the calculation, and I was like. Yep, that's <laughs> thirty-three. Does not beat it. Oh, Holy so he has a
2: plus no.
1: fifteen, sixteen so to stone. Close. Yeah, I was so I close. I literally could not roll higher. I could not roll higher. <laughs> so one, yeah. God. If it had been one higher, then you would have. uh You would he had have had a blessing or something. Yeah, uh a like, guidance or something like that. But yeah. pretty pretty awesome introduction to be like Finbar can't see him, and then he mm-hmm. stabs the shit out of Finbar. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Why?
2: What do these people have against Finbar?
1: <laughs> yeah, he was standing there. He was in the way. We He's
2: were all the standing tank. there.
1: He's the tankiest. <laughs> hey, you guys He's were in, all in, down on the bottom. He had to yeah. get through Finbar first to get down yeah. there. Mm-hmm. He's also the tankiest. And once
0: people see him healing, they're like, Ah, gotta take away the. Got gotta take out the medic first. Like it's yeah. it's, it's reasonable. It's but also, yeah, it's stressful. It's. I do really like.
1: There's a critic on me. You like critic on me. (laughs) (laughs) I felt so bad when I rolled it. I was like, I can't can't lie though. It's it's the 20s right there. Um, It it happens. Uh, I'm just here to, all I can do is tell the truth. That's all I can
3: do. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of telling the truth, we've got more questions to get through. So let's take another one from chat. Uh, This one comes from Broccoli Bro. Question, if the crew were in a band, what roles would they be?
5: <laughs> oh,
3: I think huh. Kiana should play the keyboard because she has four hands and that's so many fingers to play. Oh. I was gonna say oh. drums because uh, yeah, four I was hands. gonna say drums. <laughs> yeah, but, the,
0: but like the multi-tiered <laughs> like the keyboards the multi-tiered where, were like,
3: keyboard where one's like the a theatricality to to of it.
2: Next. Yeah, yeah, one's a guitar uh. and the other is a full keyboard. <laughs> I don't think they make those kinds of hybrid guitars.
0: Kiana's just a one-man band. I mean, <laughs> I think like, Kiana's the, the entire is band, actually.
3: I think Danny's the road yeah, crew I, for the... Yeah, I, I, I was thinking
0: that <laughs> Danny's the
1: roadie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Danny's the one picking up all I the guys. You had a pirate launch to be as show.
1: cool as you wanted.
2: It's in a very poor job, so you What if, if I was offstage?
1: <laughs> yeah
2: ain't nothing uh, wrong with Verla me. would probably be come on, Danny lead vocals, own it girl
0: <laughs>
2: oh yeah <laughs> if ACDC could have see. a decades long career sounding like that, Danny yeah. can make it work
0: <laughs> Danny would yeah. kill back and forth I'm
5: distract
0: Verla would probably be keys or bass probably because those are the instruments that I can play best
3: <laughs> Nice. you're not gonna give Verla like a, a cause Noir I've known you for a minute and Every time we go to the Renaissance Fair, you <laughs> pick up a new uh, okay. interesting instrument. <laughs> okay. Oh, like oh, it's, bad, to go it's for like it's a bad, it's a bad habit. What if you were like a one man band? You know the ones that have like the drum on the back and then the cymbals and like the harmonica. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. The
2: least cool looking way to be a bard, but like it's a bad
0: habit. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, the last time we were at the Ren Fair, I bought a concertina, and then when we were at Iceland, I bought, <laughs> I bought a
2: mandolin. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
0: I, uh, you bought it had, I couldn't it had remember a what you karaoke. bought in
2: Iceland, but I do it with something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's a bad habit. So yeah, it's either it's either the, the standard like boring answers that I can actually play or like the really buck wild weird ones that I'm just like picking mm-hmm. up and, and learning how to play for no reason.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> what's Wally playing? <laughs> or what's Finbar playing? Uh,
4: Finbar's probably like backup vocals. Finbar and the Pixies.
3: <laughs> I do that love the idea voice. of the Pixies also being a component of this band
0: yep the spice girls are already there That's yeah
3: true. we're all their backup players really yeah <laughs> that makes sense Uh-oh. so
0: no drums is, is what i'm hearing <laughs> no i gotta be drums oh right 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 yes yeah yeah all
2: right <laughs> all right well this next... i also
0: did buy an ocarina thank you for
5: reminding me <laughs> oh, of
3: course <laughs> oh boy Uh, We'll take another question from the email real quick. This one comes from Svea. Hello, all. My question to you is, what kind of characters would the crew of the Per and possibly some of the NPCs play in an in-universe D&D campaign? And who would DM? Oh, God. Looking forward to season (laughs) four. Thank you all for the time and effort you put into creating this amazing show for us. Thank you. Um, So what... uh, (laughs) If if our characters are Mm -hmm. playing D&D, who is DMing? And also, what kind of characters is everyone else playing?
0: I feel like for Mac, because like I'm thinking of like the the one shot that Travis Willingham played, oh. uh, like back oh, during yeah. the early days of Critical Role, oh, yeah, yeah. where it was he was playing yeah. as Grog Strongjaw, and in the world of Exandria, the the Vox Machina were playing D and D. Yeah. So it's, if we were to try and emulate that kind of energy, it, mm-hmm. it would have to be Danny. I feel would be DMing. <laughs> DMing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: yes. The D and DM stands for Danny.
5: Yeah, yeah.
2: The Danny Master. Yeah. I was going to say Danny Maniac.
1: Uh, It's it's time for Danny Maniacs. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I would like a theme song. Thank you very much if we're going to be making
2: this particular bit happen.
1: I honestly would really love to see The Heap as the Warner lot.
2: <laughs> okay, we got Our, all right. I've said I want that fan art on my desk by Monday. I know mm-hmm. this is a tall ask to yes. reanimate the entire Animaniacs <laughs> intro with the full cartoon squash and stretch with the people of The Heap, but mm-hmm. I trust you guys. <laughs> I believe in you.
0: It's time for Danimaniacs and Riseni yeah, exactly. to the Max.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so the characters. If Danny's yeah, been assigned are... DM, mm-hmm. assigned yeah. DM at birth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
2: oh, of Chad is pointing out that Mistra could also DM. Mistra, <laughs> Mistra also DMing very funny. That's getting worryingly close <laughs> that... to an actual episode premise. Mm, no.
0: that's, that's that's like if if Verla was if Verla had two wishes on that, it would be like first wish, find my friends. Second yeah. wish, Mistra, can you DM a game for us? Like you're <laughs> you you run magic. This I see no better uh, DM.
2: Or consider, like, like, Vierla casts some high level spell and it.
0: Divine Divine intervention. Hey, can you, you, like. (laughs) we we don't have a dm no no, no you could contrive <laughs>
2: yeah. a legitimate reason for this to happen a like experimentally casts, of... casts a high level spell he got through <laughs> emmy that he doesn't really know what it does and mistra manifests <laughs> and we're all stuck in a game for an episode oh like, my god it's it's very capsule monsters of us but i think we uh, could make uh, it work there is something <laughs> deep
3: deeply deeply seated in all of us as uh ttrpg players to call upon the goddess of magic to Actually, get everyone together, scheduling, lining
2: up for one game, <laughs> yeah. for one session.
4: It can only hey, take her. create an entire demi plane for us to play Dungeons and Dragons, please.
2: Oh boy! That's
0: just called the Danger Room. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, isn't there like one? Isn't there like some demi planning that's like hyper reality or something like that?
4: Most likely.
1: It. probably I mean, there's the many. Thing... There's presumably infinite demi Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we very much got away from the question. Yeah, I, I I've, like. I've tried uh, to the answer this. is Elise, Elise would not play. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the first one. Yeah. Elise would be like, okay, have fun and give Finbar a little kiss and then go to something else. She says that at
0: first, but we managed to drag her in and then she
4: No, she sticks around and like hands out snacks. Uh, Finbar will occasionally get up to help, but he'd play the simplest and easiest class, which would be uh, fighter, because uh, he's not really good with the dice rolls. And the big math so he's he just picks uh, or barbarian Uh, (laughs) something easy um so he just goes in and hits that's it yeah you know what
0: uh the reason why i chose virla was because his personality and mindset was very already similar to kind of how i thought because i'm in grad school i can't afford to like think of a (laughs) whole other backstory or what personality so I feel like in keeping,
1: Verila would choose an order of Scribes with <laughs> a He just plays himself, yeah. God. Yes. yeah. That's very funny, because I was like, I think Cressida would just play a version of herself. Because yeah. I've known people who just play the same character. It's a different character, but it's the same character every time. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think she would be like, yeah, I'm a rogue, and I'm like this and this and that. And everyone would be like, okay, we all see. We it's we like it's like someone's there. it's
0: like an engineer playing an artificer being like no no i can make this thing because <laughs> if you have to look at the
3: mechanics of it
2: it works i've drawn you up know? the blueprints and yeah <laughs> except um, if danny is and well, you're trying
3: to pass off an artificer's blueprint <laughs> yeah.
2: oh no oh man uh i think that i think kiana would do that thing so you know like in, uh, in the Ember Island Players episode where the person playing Toph is a giant yeah. buff guy. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. feel like Keanu would play like a giant, like armored fighter type just yeah. to see what it was like. Um, <laughs> just for funsies. That's sick. Good. <laughs> New, New question. question. Oh, New wait. question.
3: Pipe down. I will turn this stream around. Uh, this question comes from the chat from Wolsification. To all, what is your favorite race to play? Uh, so of the d and uh, character. Dwarves.
0: <laughs> Dwarves is Austin's answer. Austin yeah. does Dwarves. love a dwarf. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's... <laughs> One of the earliest TTRPG facts I knew about Austin is that he really likes playing dwarves in d
1: It's one of those Tumblr recon, uh, recontextualization quotes, uh, but it's the uh, the line from Into the Woods where it's like, dwarves, dwarves, uh, but then the quote <laughs> is Austin choosing a race to play in a D&D
2: game. Bit <laughs> um, of a circuitous like any... way to get to the punchline there. I like, uh, the- I like a long walk. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, I like all the character cl- um, races that are half something, so half elves, half orcs, halflings, etc. Nice. Um, nice. That's my. That's my <laughs> those are my go tos. <laughs> uh huh. So what's, yeah, what's a, the a, other half so, of a halfling? So, what's a halfling? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but
2: it's got <laughs> half in the name. Show
0: <laughs> in the <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. Yeah. other half.
2: <laughs> I mentioned my uncle's crack theory that the hobbits are the Entwives because nobody knows where the Entwives went and nobody knows where the hobbits came from. <laughs>
3: nice. Half- <laughs> Half cool is what it is, okay? <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah, don't look too classes. closely at the fact that those classes often, or those races often synergize well with bards and rogues. We don't need to deep <laughs> into that. Yeah. Uh, uh, this
0: is a scrub answer, but I do like playing humans. Uh, first <laughs> first of game. all, it's humans valid. are solid. Yeah. First of all, point stat up for, for, for every ability. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't really mm-hmm. roll that well when uh, rolling uh, stats, so I'll take it. Uh, but yeah. I think I I really sort of embrace the idea that I think was said in the player's handbook where like humans are maybe not the most uh, long lived or whatever, but they sort of embody uh, the, the concept of like, Maximum potential or something like that and creativity or
5: something.
2: I was gonna say I didn't have a preference because I really don't I I've kind of bounced between uh, Races uh, just because I think they're a lot of fun, but Um, I realized I actually do have a preference which is I like playing pretty characters (laughs) (laughs) I was was like when I play like a dragonborn probably not (laughs) You know, you
0: can make the dragonborn pretty
2: I mean, you know, you kind of but one of those like dragon blood sorcerers was just a little sparkly around the eyes. Anyway, so I can't help it. (laughs) I have an aesthetic sense. (laughs) I'm an artist.
0: I will say I did like playing the the one shot that Red and Austin were talking about was was, I I played a plasmoid uh, and I did like (laughs) that. Plasmoids are great. Nice. Boobtaglor the dancer.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I'd say like generally I've been trying to play different character races more often than not yeah. like as i when I, i've been playing if not D and D, ttrpgs for a very long time and particularly pathfinder which has similar <laughs> character like <laughs> construction in ways um you know the elves and all that are always around so i've been trying to in more recent years branch out thus you know genasi and uh, whatever else is coming up you know <laughs> I really uh, I want like... to play a Triton again. I played one a while back and I have Triton's few years Tritons are cool.
4: cool. Mm, yeah. Back mm. around since, so. Yeah. Uh I like playing uh like the tall or like lanky races. Nice. So um, <laughs> Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, I, like, I wonder why. <laughs> I like uh I like the bugbears, I like nice. Hobgoblins, um what else? Gith, I love playing a good uh, Gith, Gith Yankee, Gith Zarai. Um I love you wood, wood elves. Like Gith. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, uh, <clears throat> elves in general are fun but I feel like it's a little cliche but I will always pick a wood elf um, Not a huge fan of the dark elf aesthetic It's too edgy for me I love um, the kind of drow
2: <laughs> <laughs> but... I love the drow color palette I uh, it, it is fantastic was of yeah. course it was.
3: Oh, yeah, of course it was. I was a drow ranger, um, and instead of using a bow, I used a sword, because I was different. Oh, wow, hello, <laughs> it it Drist- <laughs> Hey, hey,
1: to be clear, Dritz, uh, to my knowledge, has not demonstrated any strict ranger abilities. He seems he to He has an be animal ad-
2: companion!
1: <laughs> he does not. Gwynethier is a magic item that he uses to summon a panther.
2: Didn't does he not- make friends with the panther in the first book?
1: Uh, I don't think uh, You know what? I might be wrong. I haven't read them. I've just talked to my friend who's read all He's of them. Got and he has two swords
2: and a panther. He's the reason Rangers about. can do two weapon fighting.
1: We're talking about your character, Sophia. We're talking <laughs> about your first. Yeah, yeah did
2: you know yeah, they you wrote, really wrote a whole series fun. of fantasy yeah, novels you know? about yeah. it? Well, yeah. I yep. wish I had.
1: You know, your friend Ari Salvatore? He actually wrote a couple <laughs> books. Yeah. <laughs> you played with him in high uh, school.
2: The bit with your zombie um, dad was crazy. Anyway. There's a question yeah. in chat that
3: I feel like we owe it to the Aussie listeners to answer. To all are you scared of ever visiting Australia after this season? Um, <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to all of all People of the like, Aussies don't... who listen to this podcast and have always been nothing but kind about
5: <laughs> Oh, our I have to work on my accent.
3: Oh my ac- god. Wally, you d- the one thing that disappointed me this have, season is you introduced a new character and did not do that really accent.
4: accents. <laughs> I have to work on it. I promise you guys, I will get my Australian accent up. <laughs> yeah, Sophia, fuck
0: you for making me do an Australian accent for <laughs> Julius Caesar.
3: You are welcome. Uh-huh.
0: Tim was Tim was right there, too. No,
2: but he's uh-huh. from New Zealand, so... Yeah, he's different. from New Zealand. Uh, uh, I know,
0: but... It was more I... like you
2: had to, like, balance on the tightrope over a New Zealand accent. I, <laughs> I fell so immediately. a bad New Zealand accent.
0: I fell off the tightrope immediately. Of course. But
3: the Australian listeners have been nothing but kind. Uh, we've gotten some cool emails in the past with... Uh, Aussie slang, or I'm sorry, gith slang, and uh, some yeah. updi- snacks and, and whatnot, so um, thank, thank you guys for being cool. I think we would probably
2: be okay if we ever visited Australia. Well, we are half a hemisphere away. It's easy to be polite when you're far. Yeah. <laughs> also,
1: <laughs> also, like, I don't know, 30 people know who we are, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not red, but... <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure the rest of us are fine you say like, that i haven't then... done an aussie
2: accent i'm safe
0: we land in perth and like all 30 of yeah are just like waiting, <laughs> oh, like waiting fists.
4: <laughs> oh okay. great
0: welcome uh... to
3: australia <laughs> uh we'll take a question work, from team. the email this time uh how would each of you say your styles of playing slash dming changed over the course of the campaign as a
2: whole
0: oh interesting over the course huh. of the campaign
3: so,
2: Like overall, are like, <clears throat> like our philosophical approach to playing D&D?
3: I guess, or like think, any changes you've noticed know, you know. in your play style since we've started uh, doing Rolling with Difficulty?
2: Um,
4: not I, really. I mean, not
2: really. Sorry, I've been you know, playing d d for a very long time.
4: <laughs> I will have to say, though, playing Fumbar is not a play style I typically do. I'm playing a more like backline support. Kind of character. I usually like uh, doing the Danny route, running around the battlefield, causing mayhem, uh, touching and pushing. Yeah, pushing all the buttons. Uh, yeah, you say that. He's playing a sorcerer <laughs> right now in our campaign. Yeah, and I'm I go good. down. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, no, I think uh, it's allowed me to play a different kind of uh, character, at least for this campaign, and I, I it's just adding to my grab bag of weird experiences that I've had uh, with D and D, and I love playing the part. Uh,
2: that's the delight of D &D. you can you know do something new without it really rewiring your brain exactly it's just like that's a new fun thing i did
1: yeah Uh... yeah i don't know if my dm it's interesting is um i kind of already prepped the way i did the the prep is much different i feel like maybe my dm style isn't different but prep is much different because i need to have uh, a ton of possible things that could happen because it's the way that it's episodic. I have to have a ton of possible things that could happen, and I have to basically know where it's going to end. There's a lot of room for them to surprise me, um, especially the way they get there, but I need to have a lot of stuff and then throw things out along the way to make the plane lighter so that it lands and hits the mark, you know? Mm. Uh, because it's much harder to make stuff along the way than it is to throw things out. So that's definitely something that has changed is the way I have to prepare sessions. Um, but... Overall, I think a lot of my my ethos has stayed the same. That's a much deeper question. I probably have to think pretty hard <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, I think generally, like uh, my playstyle hasn't super changed. I think I approach Danny specifically a little bit differently now in season three compared to season one, in that you know we've been doing this for more than an episode or two. So I think of her as a little bit less simple of a character now that events have happened. Um, Because, you know, when we we first started the campaign, my conception of Danny is this is a character with a capital C that stuff will happen to and then development will happen as a result of that because... Rather than giving her a set goal, someone needs to be the, like, blank canvas for other things to play off of. Uh, And now going into season four, the um, quote-unquote Danny season, obviously that approach is not necessarily going to be true anymore. She's a bit more of an active character. Um, So I kind of think about that in the back of my mind, but I don't know how much that necessarily affects my play style. I think, if anything, um, I do play rolling with difficulty a little different than I would a home game, but only because I am aware that we are making a show that other people are going to consume in some form uh you know i'm not gonna be quite yeah. as zoned out in between combat rounds as i might be in a home game but i, yeah. I, I don't know if i would say my, my play style has super changed uh, over the course of the seasons uh, or my ethos uh, as austin was saying is really not not altered to too, too too much
1: yeah. Hmm. yeah so there's your answer we were perfect to begin with
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> That's not to say we haven't learned um, some different things. Uh, I- I've seen some uh, comments in the chat about the uh, Lucky Bolt table that I usually end oh. <laughs> up with. It's oh. uh, really yeah, so... funny and cool. I-, I doubt it will be implemented in the uh, campaign proper, but it is super fun to read through. So if you're not on the Discord already, I recommend going and uh, giving that a little look see.
1: Yeah, that is that is true. I have read it. It is very funny. I appreciate all the effort that went into it. I enjoyed reading it. Um, and procrast- I think I procrastinated a lot of prep by reading that. But yeah. Uh... <laughs> but, uh, I, I think if you hit a 100, you become a dragon, so I don't know if it's super, <laughs> super balanced, so
2: uh, I think people we'll probably Austin? stick with, uh... Isn't well, there one is... a dragon that's capable of transforming into a humanoid again, because then we can just solve the problem.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> if, she um...
2: very briefly breaks the hull of the ship and then goes back to normal.
0: Isn't there one where, like, if you roll, you get leukemia? Like, that's
1: it? You just... Oh, no! <laughs> is what get leukemia? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if we're gonna use that one. Um, we'll probably if if Danny was a wild magic sorcerer, I'd probably be like way more uh, motivated to try and find a better chart. But because hmm. she only occasionally does this, I'm confident. <laughs> I'm kind com- of. Yeah, I only do it for comedic effect, so the, it's all good. Yeah, I'm comfortable using the DM's guild, uh, yeah. DM's guild, DM's yeah. guide one, even though it's yeah. I don't think particularly robust.
2: Yeah, doing yeah. bits has never affected the plot before. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Only my character design. Um... <laughs> Another question from the chat from Music Enthusiast 135. You guys answered your character's favorite NPC a while back, but who's your character's least favorite NPC?
1: <laughs> the person mm-hmm. they've met they all hate? Oh
0: huh. all my mm. boys all my boys hating Deli uh, Dexter <laughs> <No>. and Otto. <laughs> I
1: was like there aren't that many <laughs> like we're gonna come yeah. in. There. With some real shitheads. Uh-huh. Well, now I
2: feel bad because they're Danny's backup character, <laughs> but.
1: Um, you don't like Mandy? Kiana
2: <laughs> you don't like Mandy? Does like Man- <laughs> Kiana doesn't get Mandy, and she doesn't understand why they're so mean.
0: <laughs>
2: oh. Yeah, so. Uh, it's like so. everyone else, Kiana kind of gets. It's like, oh yeah, Cressida tried to kidnap me, oh yeah, Delian's a dickhead, but he's a warrior, I understand. And Mandy, it's just like, why are they so mean? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs>
1: Uh, a lot of auto-hate in the chat. A
3: lot of auto-hate in the chat. Mm. But everyone's auto. spelling it
1: right, so you know what? Uh, uh, yeah. well, yeah. We got, to them. We got yeah. to them. Why is yeah. there
3: a second T in auto? I've always... <laughs> it's um, more fantasy it's... if you spell it's... it right. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, thing you, the thing you
1: have to understand is that a lot of the decisions I make um, are little funny things i do to entertain myself or yeah. specific <laughs> things i do to bother other people so for this case this is specifically to get back at noir for <laughs> the way that he makes fantasy names <laughs> in his game that's not, not even but it's not human even human. my
0: character it's not even my npc what are you talking no, I know, about No, I,
1: I just i just make I'll up those, also the,
0: the also i will half half of the names that i came up with are like, from random fantasy generators, sort of anything you gotta blame them. I think the thing that Austin is honing in on, uh, they went into the sewers of, like, the Capitol one time, and they found that there was, like, this underground cobalt civilization, and the first guy that they came up with was a guy named Crank. Uh, it's spelled Q-U-R-E-N-K. Crank. Okay. That's okay. pretty
2: fucking stupid. That, <laughs> that came from a
1: fantasy funny. name generator. Yeah. That came from a fantasy name generator. I don't know, oh, man. I, don't know. I feel like there was a reason I chose one T for Otto. I, I'm gonna have to go back and see if I can. Carundatrosa. Yeah, that one was a That one's a very. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, I'm curious uh, to know how people think that one should be spelled.
1: No, uh, they uh, think it's two C- words. Corvigate almost got it correct. Yeah, huh? they're missing. There's, I think they're they're an, missing an R and an N. But yeah, uh,
3: Too many yeah. R's and N's in that
1: name. <laughs>
3: Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, there's reasons that his yeah. name is spelled like that. But, but what you know. about
3: the rest of the cast? Least favorite your characters' least favorite NPCs. Uh, Kiana's is Mandy. Virla, I have <laughs> to assume, is one of the many antagonists that have appeared in this. Season.
5: Well, see,
0: those are the easy answers. Like obviously, yeah. Virla has a reason Andelian, to not like. Dexter, yeah, to not yeah. like Andellian oh, and Dexter and Audio. Think Otto. I know the but, answer. But go I feel on, like yeah, I feel like just. Setting all of those aside, one of the more like insidious <laughs> oh, like people that Virla does not like is Casimir.
2: Uh
0: Casimir, ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Virla sees Casimir as the guy who's like uh if he was in your group team, he's like low trust, but high performance. So like <laughs> if you manage to count on him, if he manages to pull through, he does like really, really good work. But he's also like the asshole of the group that everyone keeps on just
5: because he
3: does good work <laughs> that yeah. is also danny's answer to this question is that she, hey, yeah! she- it's because she just thinks he's silly she's-, she's like this guy uh doesn't know how to do things practically and that's irresponsible as an artificer you gotta have some ownership over your shit.
2: <laughs> So the inventor of lucky bolt <laughs>
3: hey that only affects me it's fine <laughs>
1: See, (laughs) I feel like the real uh, least favorite character for Virla is uh, Bryn Hightower, who is the dwarf captain that you met when you went to Arcadia. Yeah, (laughs) I once know who in Arcadia (laughs) gave us that parking thingy. Yeah, it was
0: Bryn. (laughs) Virla understands that it's not Bryn's fault, it's the system. So Virla's trying Uh... to attack the system.
3: (laughs) I don't know how, and I don't know why, but we gotta give Virla an excuse to do (laughs) a (laughs) clocking. Yeah. What about Finbar?
2: Oh,
4: Finbar. (laughs) Tries not to hold malice in his heart. um It's, it's okay, you can say it.
2: But <laughs> it's a, this, is a, this is an open place.
4: It is Otto, but <laughs> yeah. the, only reason yeah. the reason that he cannot get his name right—that is the only reason <laughs> that, is, that, is the like that is not single most Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
3: like I love Vin thinking Bar about things that a... Otto
1: will say. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> like you're like... being like. You're not dead? Oh well, good for you, I guess. We're
3: all, I'm sure we'll see more of Otto next season because it is, you know, there's some Danny stuff going on. But like, I kind of love interacting with Otto. I know yeah. that he is unpopular, but man, those conversations <laughs>
2: are usually so funny. Look, you can like a character for being interesting without liking them as a person.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh boy.
2: Oh, awesome. Man. If
0: you start off season four with us returning to the heap and Otto says oh you're not dead good that's a particular fuck you to like you personally austin
2: because
0: that yeah anyway austin making
4: notes right now oh boy yeah you gotta be
2: less easy to antagonize you need to make a game of it
3: (laughs) Oh, oh man well, let's scroll through the chat for more questions. I'm very on top of things today. this is definitely the only podcast related stuff I've been working on <laughs> I know, I'll
1: know someone had asked both I think both people in the Discord and someone in the chat had also asked about the subclasses for the mm. um, the mechanites for the mm. for the previous crew and I don't really make character big NPCs in that way because that would be a pain to run. Uh, but I was forced to think about it because Noir asked me. <laughs> so for for reasons, uh, well, um, unless unless I, I was playing one as a PC or someone else was playing one as a PC, I doubt I would actually roll up their character sheets. But thinking about it, I imagine that uh, uh, Sierra is pr- either a champion or well, purple dragon knight is the way it's usually called, but I think it's a banneret. Yeah, is the uh, is the other name for that subclass. Uh. Uh, Caleb, this one was tough because most of the artificers get a little friend, and I don't really even think of him as that much of a, like a spellcaster. He's much more like on the artifice side of like creating things, but perhaps the uh, the armorer would make sense since he is a mechanite. Maybe the stealth kind. Obviously, he's not the uh, big beefy tank. Uh, Eden is Horizon Walker. I thought that was actually pretty easy because hmm. that kind of sums up her role, and then aster's uh i had originally assumed light because that is obviously the main of saloon uh but twilight was pointed out to me and i think that actually fits her vibe a lot better
3: so very very
1: cool cool. and as for dexter is whatever he needs to be to absolutely terrorize (laughs) them oh
3: dexter's class is scrub Kind of a related question that I see in chat. Uh, what characters from the old crew would your characters vibe with the most? So, of the, I guess we'll find the, out next. The <laughs> <laughs> Who do who do we predict each of us are gonna? I mean, I mean Danny and Caleb. I imagine are a pretty easy artificer to artificer. It's, either,
0: it's either they'll get along really well, or Caleb is gonna like freak out at all of the hack yeah. job changes that Danny has made Very and just true. be like, "What have you done?" To my ship
2: i think you guys no. need an antagonistic uh friendship where you guys are constantly trying to undo each other's fixes
1: yeah <laughs> spy versus spy yeah, yeah. exactly yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: i i liked the, this was sort of like peppered in throughout the finale but it, there was like kind of this heavy implication that caleb and virla had like a pretty close relationship before like on like in in, in prior life or caleb. whatever
2: yeah yeah
0: Oh my homies love Caleb. <laughs> yeah, which is particularly heartbreaking when you realize that, like, when Virla woke up, he immediately gravitated to the next artificer he saw.
3: <laughs> oh
2: <So>. God! <laughs> to be fair, the next artificer you saw, yeah, was sort of a in your face friend. in the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's like a baby bird thing. Yeah, <laughs> <but> like <laughs> he could, up, and yeah. it's like friend acquired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. But oh. Virla's is looking forward to kind of attempt to reconnect with all of them. Uh, he knows that some are more uphill battles than others and yeah Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
0: he he knows it he understands it
2: i already like eden i already like our dynamic yeah (laughs) yeah i hope she sticks around
4: (laughs) Uh, he hasn't gotten a chance to interact with them uh just yet but i have a feeling he'd uh absolutely connect with uh sierra
2: um Mm.
4: and uh with her connection to saloon and the moon Mm -hmm. um I, that's right is that up. sierra or Island. aster aster, aster. Oh, okay sorry is sierra Wrong the big one, one. yeah sierra's the big one actually uh both of them might i feel yeah. like
0: they're both yeah. chill both. yeah 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 sierra's very happy apparently yeah. yeah uh i do also like there's a in the fanfic channel in the discord yeah. someone was sort of toying with the idea of like aster and virla talking and, and sort of connecting with each other about uh their respective gods sort of virla coming to aster with advice and i do like that idea So, Ooh. yeah. Ziggy Good job. Uh, your name escapes me. I'm so oh. sorry.
3: <laughs> Did you guys catch those? The squeaks?
5: Hmm? Was that
2: Ziggy? Was that Ziggs? Ziggs? Nah.
3: Say hi. You're live, Ziggy. Canon actor for plug. <laughs> All right,
1: But if we could get a picture of uh, Ziggy with a newspaper at the current date, just to be sure.
3: <laughs> hold on. I'll hold her up in front of the live stream window and take a picture. Stay still, cat.
0: Etta, yes. Thank you, Space Panini.
3: This is really (laughs) difficult. She got wiggly, but we got
2: it. Good, good. Did you guys
1: ever do a one shot with. Stop scrolling. The old crew of the Praspera finding their feet after all the everything. Uh, I think that would involve everyone playing a character, which I'm not against.
5: That would be uh, but cool. Mm-hmm.
1: But we, we, I'd need to be like, so here's their deal. Yeah. <laughs> here's uh, Let me download this character into your brain so mm-hmm. that we're all on the same page. And then I would also have to assume that they're all like sticking together, which is not to say that they won't. But, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, these are things that are un- as yet undecided.
3: Mm-hmm. We have not planned we could also, for it all yet. There could also <laughs> so be a
1: one-shot where mm-hmm. it was the, the crew
0: of the Paraspora before all of the stuff, you know?
3: Ooh, one of us could play Dexter. Cool. There's too
0: many
1: of them.
3: It is, <laughs> is very this, funny. When...
2: Uh, Noir's backdoor way to play Emerson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would, or
2: Noir's backdoor I... way to play a little baby uh, uh, Wesley Crusher. <laughs> it's
0: either that or it would be like, this would be like the point cuz i assume that they were sort of traveling together i i think was i forget was virla the last person that they had
1: picked up to, to join the crew or or i believe emerson said that
0: yeah so it could also be uh everyone except virla basically
1: mm-hmm. um yeah be pre virla there are a lot of them i did when i was doing before before we recorded episode 1 i had uh this DM advice don't solve all your questions before you start because some answers do not need or some questions do not need answers yet and you'll come up with something better along the way but there are a lot of things that i wanted to have to start and virula's crew was one of them so i had the list of all of them and then you learned their names when you met maxim and then i was coming you know we were coming to this year like let me find them and i was like oh my god there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of them, uh, and I was like, but I started piercing it out. I was like, okay, well, the good thing is that um, one of them's dead, and yeah, one of them's back. Hey, so we actually only need four NPCs that you'll need to interact with simultaneously. Right. Uh, so it ended up working out okay because look at the crew—it's like seven people, <laughs> but that's yeah, that's Virla yeah. and Emerson and Dexter, and then the other four, and so then. Then I only had to uh, break down how the other four were going to interact with each other once you rescued them. Mm-hmm. And uh, that ended up working out pretty well. I, th- I think four was actually a good number to have a range of uh, a range of personalities and a range of, like, how they feel about the situation and how they're going to interact with you, you know? So uh, mm-hmm. I thought that ended up working pretty well. Yeah. Well, oh. I, I, I think... It, it,
0: interacting with all seven, like if Viola were a, an NPC, I think would be a little bit overwhelming, especially for you, Austin. Jeez. <laughs> but I, I agree. I think four was sort of a good number to to. There's one for each of us. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, well, we're sort of getting towards the end of this Q and A, so. Anyone who did not get to get their question answered, do do feel free to email rollwithdifficulty at gmail.com. And over the next (laughs) two weeks or so, we will get around to answering those emails. (laughs) We are a little bit slow. Uh, I promise we see them. We'll get to them. Um, But uh, to just kind of like wrap it up, because I've seen a few questions in chat and we got a few emails about just like asking about one shots and whatnot. Uh, Some people talk the curse of the amulet one shot has sort of come back around to being in people's minds. Uh, I know we've teased that we're doing more one shots in the break between seasons. I think we could probably (laughs) get away with giving just the simplest tease of a premise for what the first one we plan on doing is. What do you guys think? I don't see why not. Yeah, I don't see why not. sure.
1: That's real that's really up to the uh to the GM on it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh
1: Weird Little Dudes. Weird, weird
0: little dudes. dudes. Weird little, weird little dudes. dudes. Weird weird little dudes. The, we're doing
3: the Weird Little Dudes one shot. At, uh <laughs> Assuming all goes well it'll be recorded in the next month or so. But uh mm-hmm. yes, all of us will be playing Weird Little Dudes. Nora will be DMing, GMing, what have you. Um <laughs> so keep an eye out for that in the break. Who knows if we'll do anything else? So many fun things to keep hanging around, uh, you're always welcome to go back and listen to Curse of the Amulet, it's super fun with Philadelphia oh, lore. Oh yeah,
2: so I finally figured out what somebody in chat was talking about. It was like, oh, there's some nightmare going on in the art channel. I couldn't figure out what they were talking about. Someone's drawing <laughs> fan art of the one-shot characters as cats. As cats, uh, yeah. It looks that's very not... cute.
0: Yeah, that's Aww. not nightmare material. That's really yeah. cute. That's yeah, Space Pinini. Nothing yeah.
3: has gone wrong in that one-shot for you to end up in that state. <laughs> Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. Everything I also found fine. out hilariously that um, my boyfriend bro- my boyfriend's brother's weed dispensary is right at the location that you guys uh, started that one shot. <laughs>
2: oh, what, what a
3: what
5: a Small world. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>
3: Fantastic. <laughs> he was uh, listening to the episode. He's like, "Oh, that's where my dispensary is." Like, great. <laughs>
2: what a tangled web we weave yeah but uh we'll
3: we'll, we'll be bridging the gap between seasons with a little bit of extra content so keep an eye on, on the socials and the youtube channel and whatnot for all of that for updates um if you're not already definitely go join the discord server there's a really cool community on there of artists and fan artists and fanfic writers and just people who like to talk about this podcast as much as we do which is crazy uh but it's so fun um and in addition to discord we also have a patreon if you'd like to support the podcast directly and every month on there, we host a Discord a special channel for patrons only, hangouts with the cast. We do um, all sorts of bonus articles and whatnot. Austin might be a better person to talk about the kind of extra content <laughs> we do on there. But.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's very obviously various levels like a Patreon, but uh, signing up at various levels you can get uh, bonus articles, which includes art, includes fiction, canon fiction, includes uh, like, you know, uh, we have our... Uh, subclass, the College of Feast Bard, which you can still get. It's a previous article that you can still have access to if you sign up. Uh, And if you enjoyed hanging out with us here, then there's a smaller monthly hangout that happens uh, if you are at our $10 tier on Patreon. So that was what Sophie was describing on the Discord. We do that once a month. It's happening tomorrow. So if you want more questions, if you want to hang out more like this, go ahead and join us there
3: yeah um but thank you to everyone who's already a patron and who's been supporting the podcast and thank you to everyone who's been listening this season i am so so excited for the next one but also very excited to have a few months off from editing these so uh (laughs) keep an eye out this summer for season four as the continued adventures of the peraspora take place um in the meantime thank you guys so much for listening feel free to email us those extra questions and uh have a nice rest of your day yeah